This morning, I'm joined by Christopher Gillum, who's the director of choral activities at Davidson College. He's also the artistic director and conductor of the Lake Norman Choral Artists and director of the Winston-Salem Symphony Chorale. So he's a busy person and has a lot going on this season. And uh, one of the things that's coming up on Tuesday is he'll be leading a Messiah sing-along at Davidson College's Duke Family Performance Hall. So, Chris, thanks for coming in and taking a minute out of your busy schedule. Messiah sing-alongs crop up here and there. I have a friend who is always asking if I've seen a notice about one. Is this the first time we've done this at Davidson? I believe so. Uh, Last year we had the opportunity to do a complete Messiah with the North Carolina Baroque Orchestra at Davidson, and we had such a great time uh, with the North Carolina Baroque Orchestra, and our singers uh, love Messiah. They love the work. And so this year we uh, didn't want to leave all of that good work behind, and we wanted to invite the community to uh, join along with us in the fun. And most singers who have been involved in choral music for any amount of time um, love Messiah. And it's just one of those works that I want my students who have not sung the Messiah to to get to know. And uh, Messiah Singalong is kind of an informal way of being able to um, familiarize yourself with the work, but also to be able to enjoy it being sung very well by people who have sung it all their lives. So we wanted to take advantage of the opportunity to collaborate with North Carolina Baroque Orchestra again, um, but also to invite community members to join along with us. Do you have any idea of what level of experience people will have coming, uh, you know, who are just coming in from the audience? Well, I imagine uh, that we'll get the broad spectrum, uh, everyone from just wanting to uh, kind of check out the situation and uh, listen and enjoy the concert, but also, as I've said, many people who have sung it for uh, many, many times. I know that several of my singers from the Winston-Salem Symphony Chorale will be joining us, Um, and like I said, the Choral Arts Society... um, sang it last year, the complete work. So they are very, very familiar with uh, especially part one, which is what we're doing, plus the Hallelujah Chorus and Worthy is the Lamb. So I'm sure experience levels will, especially with some of my students who've never sung Messiah, they'll get their first chance to kind of read along and uh, begin to become familiar with some of these uh, choruses. And it's my hope that in the next few years, after the students get a little bit more familiar We'll join again together and we'll sing The Complete Messiah. Sounds like you've got lots of, of voices who are who are rehearsed mm-hmm. on stage. Mm-hmm. You've got an orchestra and then you've got you don't know how many people joining in. How do you prepare for something like that? Is it is it kind of uh, chaotic at all to have all those <laughs> unknown people coming in and joining in? Well, you know, I guess it's one of those things where I am putting my trust in the the musicians Uh, with whom I'm working. I know that the North Carolina Baroque Orchestra and my colleague Barbara Crumdeek are very solid. But again, I'm also putting a lot of trust into my Choral Arts Society, who I know, uh, they know me, they know um, what to expect. I know that my, the Winston-Salem Symphony Chorale knows what to expect. And so I'm really trusting in those musicians to kind of make it fly. There are always, there's a potential for um, trouble, (laughs) I guess you might say. But I think, you know, as is the case with many things, as long as you're well organized before going in and you know what to expect, I think then there's um, then people feel as though there is a kind of strong uh, preparation to allow to you know be able to do something without too much trouble, hopefully. 
Sounds like a lot of fun. I think it will be. I'm really looking forward to it. Well, let me ask you, um, so what do you eat for breakfast on a Sunday morning? (laughs) (laughs) Well, on a Sunday morning, I am usually uh, headed to uh, my uh, church job in Charlotte at Trinity Presbyterian. And so I try to get a little something to get me uh, started. And so it's uh, not uncommon uh, for me to stop by Bojangles to get a Cajun filet biscuit and an unsweetened tea. That sounds perfect. <laughs> it's wonderful. It really makes my day. So it wakes me up. I'm not ter- I'm not a great morning person, but uh, a Cajun filet biscuit from Bojangles uh, makes any Southerner's day. I think. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> well, Chris, thank you for coming in this morning and uh, thank you. telling us about what's going to happen on Tuesday night. And I, w- I wish you well. And um, also hope you enjoy many more biscuits uh, on Sunday morning. Thank you, Rachel.